Welcome to Woke Finance, the podcast talking about finance and continuing the conversation that we might not have had at home whilst growing up or not taught in schools. Um, we're here with myself, Jax. Myself, Kay. And it's Peter, of course. Hopefully you're both well. We're kicking off into the discussion. Um, and this is, of course, around money in general. Um, you know, growing up, in our households well i'm talking from uh, me myself in particular but growing up in uh, my households and just talking um with my peers and growing up um in school college etc money was never really spoken about in terms of what's the best way about um kind of building it um what's the relationship we should be having with it making sure we it doesn't become you know our love or we don't worship it or we don't idol it but in the same way how do we make sure we go about the best way with um amassing a decent amount so we can have um better quality of life for our future as well and our generations to come so i guess you know the question on topic here that you know be good to talk a bit about is why we and when i say we could be us our pairs growing up our communities why don't we like to talk about money okay very interesting question um i've been thinking about this myself and i think there's multiple it's a tenfold uh, Mm. answer so on one aspect um some of our parents didn't have any education on money so they don't have anything to pass down to us and then on the other side in school we don't get education on how to build wealth. Mm. So it's like, where do you start? Um, That's one part of the problem. The other part is when you finally accumulate money um, by however means you do it, um, one doesn't know how to keep hold of it um, or grow it. So it's like, it's like a, I don't want to say a perpetuating problem, but Mm. it's like, you know, it's a bit of a tricky, issue to tackle so i think that's my personal observation of why we don't like to talk about money because one we don't know how to make it we don't know how to keep it Mm. and grow it so yeah it's a technical issue that 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 second point you mentioned about when if we was to come you know uh, we was to be given loads of money whatever so and i'm thinking of some um enter to people in entertainment with their actors or yeah. musicians or whatever and they're quite young and they get loads of uh, yeah. money you always hear of stories about you know they've got yeah. this and then they've just sort of messed up a bit they've made it fast it's gone fast exactly yeah. um, because as you say we don't some of us haven't been taught on how to yeah. what to do with it yeah 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 very interesting question um, Jack's here um, so I, I think I'm, I'm going to ask you both a question right and I want you lot to think about this. Mm. If I said to you that I've got a friend, right, and all he talks about is money, how would you perceive that person? You wouldn't perceive them in a very positive light, would you? For the standard person. If you dropped it like that. Yeah. If I dropped it with that exact. And all uh, he talks about money. Um, or, or, I'll or, think he's, yeah, go on. Or, you know, he loves to talk about money. Ooh. I've got a friend. He loves to talk about money. If you phrase it like that, there'll yeah. be a negative connotation attached to that. Correct. For me now, in terms mm. of mindset, my mindset, I would think, what is it about it? Yeah, you know? that's because you're woke. Yeah, for, for, for <laughs> no, I'm woke too. <laughs> but but yeah, the way you phrased yeah, it, yeah. if you phrase it like yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the yeah. first question you said when you said all he talks about is money. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, yeah, yeah come yeah, on, there's no, so much more to life in it. But yeah, health you got to talk about. Yeah, yeah. So the reason why I ask that question, and I ask a lot of people this question when I talk about personal finance, 
and I say, you know, if I said to you someone that loves to talk about money, if your immediate response is, Ugh, like, mm. you know, what kind of person is that? Mm. Then you probably have a very bad mindset when it comes to money. Yeah. And, but it's not your fault. And you probably didn't even know. Mm. Um, but what if I said to you that I'm going to change the narrative and say, I've got a friend, all he talks about is value. Mm. Then your whole mindset changes. Agreed. But that's because you've not understood that money is just value. Agreed. You know, if money equals value, then someone talking about money and someone talking mm. about value is exactly the same thing. Mm. So it's it's about the mindset for me that a lot of people just haven't grasped the mindset of money. And when we do talk about money and why they do have that mindset, in my very humble opinion, is because especially in our community, you know, mm. we all grew up together, the people that were making a lot of money mm. that we saw were not our parents who were working extremely hard. Mm. They were criminals, mm. let's be honest. Yeah. They were, I said this in the last episode, they were either criminals or there were people that we just saw on TV. Yeah. You know, entertainers, footballers, that, that kind of people. Yeah. Um, but the, I think the, the criminal side is, is, is big because mm. that's, you know, we, we, we assume the people that make money through criminal activities also spend money very quickly as well. Yeah. Mm. And so, and those are the people that tend to like to talk about money. Similarly, when we look at the TV, yeah, and we look at all the music videos, I know I grew up on MTV Base and Kiss and uh, Channel U, yeah, yeah. and whenever we listen to <laughs> our music, old school, yeah, and I know this is always I don't know this topic here. Some people don't like to talk about it, and some people are very defensive about it. But mm. I'll be really honest with you: when I listen to a lot of music, I want to hear three. I want to see three types of genres, mm, which mm. is sex, drugs, and money. Mm, yeah, and it's not in any positive light. Yeah, <laughs> so. Yeah, yeah. You know, growing up listening to songs about just oh, get money, spend money, money this, money that. Mm. That's already downloaded into your system. Agreed. And you're subconsciously thinking about money as something you use just to splash in a club with mm. a bunch of naked girls. So that, that's what I mean by, you know, you don't know why you have that negative mindset when it comes to money, mm. but it's because it's been downloaded into your system from a very long time ago. Hmm. Yeah, that's, that's why I think that's one thing. Um, Another reason why we don't like to talk about money is because we ain't got no money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's be real. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, why should we talk about something or why should we be comfortable talking about something we just don't have? Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that's very, that's a very common one as well. Or even worse, even worse than not having money is going the opposite direction and mm. being in debt. Uh, yeah. And, and, and on that one, I think some of us grew up seeing that, oh, yeah. seeing the effects of that, um, in terms of our relationship with money was just seeing maybe our parents or aunties or so um a massive amount of debt um taking out credit um not being able to pay for such and such bills and when we think of money it's like cool they're going out to work two three jobs and they're still in this much uh, yeah. trouble yeah yeah and you know it's i guess it's a very very similar parallel conversation about mental health as well mm. and, and i'm glad as, as you could all see like as time has gone on, people are talking about mental health and money much more. Yeah. But it's the same thing. Mm. You know, people don't speak about mental health. Uh, just the way people don't speak about debt, mm. which is a big part of money, right? And in fact, there's a massive correlation between debt and mental health. Mm. Wow. The number one causes of sicknesses is stress. Wow. The number one cause of stress is money. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's very real, man. So, real combo. Wow. And 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 we're in the presence of a of a married man here. Uh, I'm sure one could shed uh, some light on it, but funny enough, one of the I can't remember where I read it. Um, I think it was relating to UK. I don't know if it was US or not. But now, as of I think last year, one of the number one 
causes of uh, divorce money um yeah. is money now it's overtaken is it infidelity was yeah before? i actually put down my um instagram oh did you yeah, oh, yeah. Wow. maybe i saw it from you yeah, yeah. <laughs> you might say it from me yeah yeah that there's you know there's a i can't remember the percentage i think it was 74 percent or something like or 54 percent of um people admit to financial infidelity oh wow um, yeah, and, and what that means is um, a lot of people ask me what does that even mean um essentially what it means is you know you might be opening some secret bank accounts oh um, wow you know mm. taking out mm. some secret debt basically anything that your partner wife or husband would have probably needed or wanted to know about but for some reason or the other you've decided not to kind of make that information transparent mm. that's what we call financial infidelity interesting and that yeah. goes into and why, why don't we talk about money even in marriages okay um i, well, I hope you do okay well yeah no no you, no we you well you're on this <laughs> podcast but so it's by force no no me and me and my wife we we're open and transparent we talk about money we know how much each of us earn um we have uh, a joint account um she always asks me to teach her the game in investments and whatnot. <laughs> she knows my portfolio. Yeah, so I think the first step is to be open and transparent in regards to each individual's finances. I think that's the starting point. Um, from my opinion, I mm. don't think it's sustainable if neither of us know how much we're earning or you know how our finances operate. So I think that's the starting point. Um, do you think like... Um you know i think i know i know before you got married i think you had some counseling or something like that yeah did you have any counseling when it comes to came to money and marriages mm. yes we did actually um and, and do you think that's imp really important well to be honest with you the counseling that we had on money was um it was minimal nevertheless it was very it was still important um in the sense that how you know whether my wife earns more than me or mm. i earn more than her it shouldn't affect the marriage mm. that was the perspective from money um mm. that we discussed yeah right, right and how early would you and you don't need to relate personally to you but how early do you think that you know when you're thinking we mentioned marriage do you think that people should be talking about it? you mentioned you know what each other earn yeah. remember another reason why we don't like to talk about money as jack says we just don't have it so <laughs> some of us might not be too happy with what we earn um and yeah so how how soon do you think people should be um talking about the sooner the better because yeah. um i'll tell you something interesting um when we decided to buy our home mm. that we currently live in you do all these checks and like if one has bad credit or bad Jeez. history yeah. like something could creep up <laughs> yeah. you know so it's tragedy <laughs> so it, tragedy. It, it, it's in it's in each and everyone's best interest yeah. to you know convey these matters sooner rather than later because it can be it is embarrassing like to say mm. if you've had like history of like creditors or whatever the case may be and then you're trying to buy something and then mm. it comes back to bite you you know yeah, yeah so. and, 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 well, I, I think the embarrassing bit is the bit where you didn't speak about it yeah yeah and yeah then you find out because yeah. at the end they were all gonna have different journeys yeah yeah and i and i think it's worth knowing I, i'm i'm assuming you're all in agreement that there is nothing wrong with whatever journeys we've had whether we've had poor credit or whatever debt or whatever but it's about that mentality we now have whether you're with someone going into marriage or just in general your personal journey yeah the mentality we now have and what we're going to do to actually try and build that world yeah that I, I agree yeah. Yeah. yeah i agree okay yeah, yeah. I, I just had a question for Kay. you know mm. especially us lot i come from a certain community certain traditional backgrounds yeah um you know maybe historically the way we or our parents and our parents parents generation looked at 
marriage and money was pro- is probably very different to how we do things now. Does I believe so. Sense? I think I agree with that. Yeah. yeah. You know, did did you face any challenges as an individual? Obviously, don't say anything where your wife is gonna kill you. I think I kind of agree with you in the sense that how you are a product of your environment. Yeah. Mm. So if you're following what has been done before you, you're more than likely to pick it up. Mm. But I think this is where the counselling came in that was necessary to like kind of start a new leaf mm. or yeah. like to break uh, bad habits, so to speak. Mm. Um, so I think that helped to overcome right, yeah. that. And yeah. and we we we've obviously gonna uh, have listeners from different uh, communities. When you say break bad habits or what's happened before, us, can you give an example? Um, in terms of bad habits, yeah. Um, I think I think what Ruby K might be talking about is habits such as like impulsive buying and mm. all, you know, instant gratification is a problem for many people, mm. many many people. So if you are someone, you know, some people are natural savers. Mm. For example, I'm a natural saver. I think mm, K is a natural yeah. saver. Um, you're a natural saver. I am. Yeah. Um, I, I'm, I'm not going to say this because I know a lot of my female friends will attack me. Yeah. But <laughs> sometimes you find that some majority of women are less of a kind of you know active saver than others. Yeah. Um, I actually think that's a good thing. But carry yeah, on. yeah. Well, it's a balance, yeah. isn't it? Right? Yeah. Um, but you know, it depends on who you are as an individual. Mm. You know, whether you're active active saver or not. And if you are, you might find it hard to understand why someone else is not an active saver mm. or a natural saver. Mm. So it's about finding that balance. Yeah, absolutely. And that balance is important. Because I was saying, running these, well, I think that's a good thing if your spouse is slightly opposite to you. Um, if, like, for example, I'm a natural saver and my spouse is more of a spender, which yeah. is actually fine. We have sort of two different sides. That might help me to chill out a bit and enjoy life. Enjoy life, more. yeah. And yeah, then I might support that person with being you know, a bit more cautious with absolutely, so yeah. you both balance it out, and yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. it's, it's yeah. important yeah. to go on those spa trips, you know, yeah, important because, um, you know, and, and I've, I've actually, you know, as an individual, like I'm single, yeah, if there's any beautiful, ah, <laughs> these jackals <laughs> using <this> podcast <laughs> as a platform to okay. uh, hold on, okay. can I, can I, can I, speak why yeah, not? All right, that's sorry, it, sorry. That's there's it. any beautiful lady, listen, you've all got an email <laughs> info at work finance.co.uk. He's not playing, don't let him do this. Um, but you know, as as a single person, um, it is very interesting to think about these things before we go into marriage. Absolutely. And I guess I was going to ask you a question, PR. You mm. know, like when I'm, you know, in the process of finding like maybe a long term partner, partner or a lifelong partner, I should mm. say, lifelong. Um, yeah. What sh- what the kind of things that I'm looking for, for example, are, you know, people that share certain qualities, not share qualities, but have certain qualities in different areas of my life. Mm. So, for example, I spoke about my spirituality. I'm yeah. a Christian man. Mm. Um, my health, someone who looks after themselves, that kind of stuff. Um, and finance is another one. So mm. I'm asking you the question now, Peter, mm. you know, as an individual, is there any things that you actually look for when it comes to finances, when it comes to women? But is, there, is there certain kind of attributes when it comes to various things, not mm. just finance, yeah. but whether it's health, whether mm. it's um, spirituality, mm. whether it's, you know, how the person deals with relationships. Mm. But obviously, more specifically, finance. Mm. Is there anything that you look for in, in a partner? Yeah, I think, um, and everything that I say is also related, related back to me also, that I think um, teachable comes to mind. So we should both be teachable. Mm-hmm. Where I can learn things from uh, my spouse. Uh, she can also teach me 
one or two things as well. And the reason why I say that is because the whole conversation about finance, a reminder that all of it is personal to our journey. Me and my wife's journey is going to be different to Kay and his wife's journey, for example. And so we need to have that honest discussion around that. And when I say teachable, then she needs to be able to learn uh, about uh, personal finance, whether it's from me or have an open mind to just develop her knowledge in that area. Um, I think the key thing is the mentality around it, mm. starting with the why. Why is it that we want to be on a personal finance journey? And as you rightly mentioned, it's not just about finance. There's so much more to that, as you yeah. said, health, uh, spirituality, well, our relationship with uh, Christ, etc. Um, so, yeah, I, I think it's the mentality. I'm, you know, if someone is extremely just excessive when it comes to uh, spending and they make a clear indication that they're not willing to even be open-minded to perhaps alter that behavior, then that's a bit of a flag. Particularly right. if you're, you know, Fair certain enough. age and right, 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 yeah, right. we've moved. So, so I think it's just looking at that. I'm not those sort of people that, you know, say if someone was in a particular amount of debt and yeah. just don't get with that. I'm not yeah, that yeah, person. Yeah, Anyone yeah. has, everyone has a history, but it's about what they're trying to do moving mm-hmm. forward, if that yeah, makes I sense. I totally agree. Yeah. I, I, I echo that as well. Mm. Yeah. Um, and do you think that some people um, in relationships don't like talking about money? Generally, do you, do you feel like I think, I think yeah. so. Um, I'll hand over TK, but definitely I know... Um, as men also that's another issue you know if 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 us men find that our female uh, counterparts are earning Pride. a significant amount more not just a little bit about a bit Pride. a, little, a <laughs> yeah. little bit more than us but a significant amount more than us yeah. Yeah. certain some of us might feel a certain way yeah i i agree with that yeah, yeah. yeah. insecurities might creep in pride and all that stuff yeah absolutely yeah. and how, how how would you go about addressing that it hasn't. I haven't experienced that yeah, before. Yeah. But I mean, if my wife was to one day earn substantially more than me, um, I would like to think that I would use that as a motivational tool to mm. level myself up to, yeah. you know, yeah, yeah, to match or more, yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah I'm, me, I'm perfectly comfortable. Yeah, I said perfectly. He's I'm, he's looking for it. <laughs> perfectly to comfortable with what? Sorry, I'm perfectly comfortable with my um my other half anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fine, fine, um, fine substantially yeah. for, for, the, substantially. for, the, for the short term all jokes aside look yeah. um, the way I view marriage is you are just one person That's um, agreed yeah and you know you are a team so mm. it's, it's it's a it's a partnership if she earns more than me fair enough I would you can you know I don't believe in competition yeah mm. as an individual I believe in just being the best you can possibly be which yeah. is mm. the only way to kind of win a competition anyway yeah. does that make sense so you know, regardless of earnings or, or whatever, I don't look at really anybody. I don't, mm-hmm. you know, I don't pay attention to what someone else is doing, even if it's my wife. Mm-hmm. Like, I just hope that she can be the best that she can. And yeah. if she's, you know, remunerated for being more purposeful, for being more valuable, yeah. whatever she's doing, then that's amazing for mm. her, for me, for our kids. It's amazing. But for me, all I can do as an individual is be the best that I can. And that's Absolutely. all I'm striving towards. Yeah. So, mm. You know, whether that turns out to be more money, Fair enough. Agreed. At the end of the day, if she has more money, that's for us. That's for us. <laughs> for us. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, yeah it's, it's, I think, you know, as, 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 and this is, uh, we're all men here. Yeah. Mm. As men, I think sometimes we need to do, well, not sometimes, all the time, we really need to let go of that ego. Agreed. Um, pride. That pride and ego, yeah. yeah that it, it really does slow us down. And this is not just in relationships or in everything, it really mm. does slow us down. So, we can actually put that aside 
um, then you know we can actually move forward. Mm. You know what though, um, on 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 this topic of why we don't like talk about money and it's quite important. So in 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 the workplace, for example, um, I'm gonna be upfront. It's stats always support it as well, however accurate they are as well. But if you're um, of a ethnic uh, minority origin, stats always show that ethnic minority are usually more likely to earn less than um, white counterparts within the workplace as well. And a lot of that is down to the fact that we don't even talk a bit about uh, money when it comes to salaries and stuff. So we don't even, un- un- we won't um, know that the person that just sits opposite us that is pretty much doing a similar job to us, they're earning about 10, 15 more than us. And a lot of it is because we've been working alongside with them for years and we never talk amongst ourselves who may be in similar industries, similar roles, etc., about the sort of salaries that we have. Do you know what? That's really interesting. Mm. You mentioned that literally uh, two days ago, mm. I gave a talk at um, an event, A4C Wealthwise, and I was speaking about, you know, how to get the best from your primary source of income, and which is usually for a lot of people, the nine to five. Mm. And I said to them, a lot of people don't like to talk about their salary, mm. you know, um, but a strategy um, that I think works, maybe not in all industries, but especially mm. in the private um, industry is, you know, make sure you become more valuable. Yep. Make sure, you, you know, you increase your value, whether it's, you know, whether it's uh, taking professional qualifications, getting involved in projects, that kind mm. of stuff. And listen, every two, three years, you can move jobs. <laughs> you say every two, three years. No, it's true. Years. Add it to your yeah. CV, add yeah. it to, you yeah. know, yeah. I've done but this, I've done that. Exactly. Mm. You don't have to move jobs. I'm just giving as an example. Yeah. Every Once you become more valuable, present that to whoever is responsible for paying you and say, look, I've done this, I've got involved in this um, project, so on and so forth. I think I should be rewarded for, for it, basically. Have mm. that conversation. And, you know, it's not just about being more valuable. It's about being valued for your valuation. In mm. great sense. And Deep. so if they don't, you know, meet your expectations, then what you can do, another strategy is you can actually start looking for other roles. Yeah. Right? Start looking for other roles, actually go back in the market. You know, sometimes you don't even know how much you should be paid. Yeah. So go for the interviews, see what it's like. And even if you get an offer, mm-hmm. take that offer and say, hello, guys. Um, <laughs> an offer from our competitor right there. Yeah. Um, they're looking to offer me this amount, which is this percentage more than what I'm earning now. Mm. I love our company. I want to be here for the very long term, mm. but I would want to be at least matched to what this company is paying. What are you saying? And you would hope that they are going to accept you, right? If you're valuable to your company, if they actually value you, they would. And if they don't, bye-bye. Take care. Simple as. Simple as. Yeah, and I know, Kay, you're, you're a fan of you know, scan the skills that you can get within a particular field. Absolutely. It's time to move on. Absolutely. Um, I think one of the worst things you can do to yourself is to just um, sleepwalk through Mm. life. So one has to be very mindful of what they're here for um, and the skills they need to attain to move up to the next level. Mm. And as Jack's mentioned, um, if your current place can't offer you that, then yeah, the next step or next solution would be to look elsewhere. Mm. Yeah, and take away emotions where appropriate. Yeah, that's uh, such a good uh, strategy that you just mentioned in terms of interviewing elsewhere within the sector or the sector you're interested in, um, and even going on interviews and keeping your sharpness when it comes to interviews and really understanding what's on offer out there as well. Yeah, 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 totally agree, man. That's yeah. that's that, that's it has to be done. Mm. Um, and it comes down to again sometimes just not being comfortable in having that conversation. 
Um, and I don't think it's just about being black or white, for example. It's about just kind of your upbringing. You know, mm. some of us are even just happy to mm. be in where, where we yeah. are. You know, and that's that's not enough. We need to demand more from ourselves. Mm. Um, and so, you know, yeah, it's, it's as simple as that. Just always, always, you know, know your value. Mm. Um, but not ju- don't just know your value. Increase your value. And when you have increased your value, make sure your value is recognized. Simple as agreed. And with well, everything, that's not even just work. That's with everything in life. Absolutely. And it's twenty twenty this year. What are you both doing to increase your value? So me, I'm always studying. I mm. always study. Um, I spend at least one hour every single day studying, um, in d- various different things, but particularly around the topics of business, real estate, or finance, particularly the stocks and shares market. So I'm always studying. Um, I, I always like to take professional qualifications. I'm mm. a bit addicted. Um, so I am taking a professional qualification right now, um, which I'm not going to speak about because <laughs> that puts too much pressure on me. <laughs> I know you guys do because you guys are my accountability partners. Um, so yeah, I'm always doing that. I always take online courses as well. Mm. You can take online courses with Udemy, Teachable, all these places. So yeah, like it's, it's just one of those things that I'm always doing. And at work, getting involved in projects, mm. you know, being more kind of you know some people go to work and they kind of just coast through the day yep. i've done it before i can't mm. lie to you i've done it before but if you want to be more valuable if you want to feel good as well you want to get involved in things that are actually happening in the workplace and mm. that really helps you with experience going forward into another workplace so that's what i'm trying to do more of as well getting involved in different things that i might have not done on a, on a normal day mm. as Kay said not sleep through sleepwalking sleep through throughout yeah. yeah what yeah. about yourself Kay? what are you doing to add value to yourself good question 2020? so first thing is as jack's mentioned sorry i don't want to sound like i'm copying jack's everything he well, says yes, <laughs> but well you just <laughs> copy me to university <laughs> all these schools so for <laughs> listeners i just been introduced oh my to goodness Kay. jack's <laughs> oh makes it well know that k follows him everywhere in terms of education <laughs> college primary school yeah um, so and even into this studio <laughs> <laughs> so what i'm doing to increase my value um studying more mm. um reading more books um you know it's nice to learn from other great people obviously you know our lives are different but it's always nice to you know sort of this, yeah. exactly yeah just you know tailor yourself to whoever it is you want to be um uh yeah so read more study more you know just take on more projects at work mm. take on more um tasks to increase increase your value um and that's pretty much what i'm looking to continue to yeah I, 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 to, I forgot to mention that reading books yeah, yeah. that's something that we've been doing i know all of us do it so we've yeah, done at least one book a month yeah so. one book a month we've got that in our yeah, accountability yeah, stuff isn't it accountability yeah. um just reading so we as a, a friendship group we read one book a month and then we discussed the book as well um and it's on various topics i think the last month is a was a book suggested by um peter i'm not sure if he wants to talk about it um the next month i think i will suggest a book maybe yeah and actually i think i'll, I'll let case suggest a book yeah he suggested a book already when it was at my house earlier mm. um i think we should read that book i quite like it yeah, so absolutely. yeah just reading more books and just always been educated man yeah every every day it's a consistent thing consistent thing and i believe in mental compounding i've mentioned that Mm. earlier in my um mental compounding mental compounding and do you want to explain what that is please do that's (laughs) great yeah so mental compounding um well let's start talking about compound interest in the first place uh compound interest obviously in the investment world is where you invest and then you know when you first start the returns might be a certain percentage it might be like let's say 10 percent and you get 10 percent early on you keep getting 10 percent and in the beginning it seems really small but after a long time and if you're consistent with your 
kind of investments it grows substantially and it's the same thing with studying or learning now all three of us drive <coughs> i don't know about you guys but do you remember the first time you sat in a car and you thought to yourself wait a minute am i going to move this machine mm. <laughs> am i going to be able to you know keep my eye on the road use my left foot to do clutch control use my left hand to do gear stick changes and that kind of stuff it felt really hard but as we started and we started learning so on and slowly and slowly now it's second nature right yeah and that's the same thing with a lot of stuff a lot of stuff especially when it comes to learning how to do certain things whether it's learning how to invest in a stock market when you first start it seems complicated to yeah for free yeah. i've been in the game for quite some time and when i first started i didn't understand a lot of things even with two degrees yeah right so but now a lot of things are second nature to me yeah. and the thing about co- mental compounding you get to a certain level where you're almost not you, i don't want to say expert but you can never know everything yeah but you've reached a certain level that literally anything that comes in even if you don't know the answer you know how to maneuver to mm. get the answer yeah if that makes sense so i always tell people when you first start in anything whether it's a new job whether it's reading a new book a new skill set it would be hard initially mm. but give it time be consistent persevere in the next five ten years it's going to be second nature absolutely as they say the expert in any given field once was once a beginner so exactly absolutely. Yeah, yeah. agreed and we do like to hear our listeners with some books as well every now and then because we do get keep getting told whenever we talk about books some of our listeners do go out and buy them yeah. not that we're advertising them but <laughs> just sharing some of the books that we've been reading and i know book that you mentioned that we're currently reading is a book called boundaries yeah. and i yeah. recommended by dr henry cloud um just in short how you finding that book magnificent book um yeah so it's about you know setting boundaries to whoever it is you're dealing with your Mm. spouse your parents Mm. your your friends and just you know making sure that everybody's accountable for each other um so i think that's a fantastic book and i would recommend it yeah Yeah. funny enough out of all of us i think i need that book the most (laughs) 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 yeah i really struggle with boundaries um because it doesn't really fit my well i would have thought initially it doesn't really fit my character yeah I'm a people's person i let everyone in and i'm open to everybody and sometimes that can be very draining yeah sometimes very hard really mm. um but as these guys are looking at me in my face right now i'm behind <laughs> <laughs> i am very very far behind um because i've had a very very busy january but i promise you guys i'll be up to speed before our next meeting fantastic so that's boundaries by dr henry cloud the book that supports you on when to say yes and when to To say say no no but with love (laughs) (laughs) Um, so yeah is there anything else that before we actually start talking about what can we do to start changing the narrative you know when it comes to not talking about money is there anything else that comes to mind of why we don't talk about money um sometimes it's just just not having the knowledge mm. you know um as someone said earlier i think it was okay it's not taught in schools um finance is taught in schools but not personal finance mm. and some of the finance that i learned in school didn't even make sense mm. to be honest. <laughs> it makes more sense now yeah but i see it was just theory it wasn't mm. practical yeah so you know it's just sometimes it's just not, not not having the knowledge and you know we like to talk about things we're knowledgeable about yeah you know we're knowledgeable about something you like to you, like, you can talk about it for a very long time and if Absolutely. you're not knowledgeable about it don't really want to discuss it mm. um and also it's one of those things that people kind of assume the more money you have the more status you have and it comes back to the pride and ego thing. yeah it comes back to thinking i'm better than you if i've got more money than you mm. and i don't want to feel less of a person than mm. if i don't have as much money as you mm. and so people don't want to have that conversation because mm. it puts them in a certain comparison um 
which for obviously for me now is not the way it should be done. Mm. You, know, you shouldn't see money as something that is, you know, a status symbol. It's just a tool, really. Um, and together we should all find ways to grow money, right? Agreed. But yeah, that's that's why I, that's one of the big reasons actually yeah. the fact that people think that you know, if if they have more money than someone else, then they can abuse them or mm. they can look down on them and that kind of stuff and vice versa. If you don't have as much money as someone else, then sometimes you worship them. Mm. Like, oh, you've got so much money. It's like you see the people where, the way people like worship celebrities. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you know, have you? I think that's very crazy sometimes. Yeah. Like, like, how can you worship another human being just mm. because they're famous and have a bit of money? Mm. You know, it's just one of these things that are in the mind. Deep. Pride yeah. is is a killer, man. Yeah, um, and I, I definitely um, and agree, man. I think even from talking from a man perspective as well, um, I know when I was growing up, I'll be thinking, I've got this, so why am I going to next people to talk about money? This is sort of, you know, my future. I, I'm what I'm doing is right, basically. Right. If that yeah. makes yeah, sense. Yeah, yeah. Little do I know, it's just a simple comment. Even with talking with you guys, a small, small conversation about this and that. Yeah. I've just, you know, newfound knowledge just comes upon me and immediately, yeah. immediately, mm. um, and then that can help me maximize certain things in certain areas as well. And having that honest, open conversation. Yeah. So to, just talking, yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, you know, that staying on that topic of kind of, you know, talking about money with friends, especially men. Right. Mm. Um, you don't have to tell someone how much you're making. That's mm. it. Yeah. That's, that's what people don't understand. Talking about money doesn't mean going into exact details. As mm. you, oh, I know you guys know I'm very, I'm transparent. I'll yeah, tell yeah, you how yeah. much I've just invested. Like, yeah. but you don't have to yeah. go into that much detail because it is personal. Right. Mm. But you can, ha- if if you, if you have friends and you know you're struggling financially, you should be able to console them. Yeah. Right? Mm. And that kind of stuff. But even going further, things like borrowing money. There's people that owe me money now. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. And if this was Jack's ten years ago, my response might be a bit different. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you know, it's just one of those things where I understand the way people just behave a bit differently when yeah, it comes course. to money because yeah. I understand how money works and how spiritual it can be. Yeah. Um, I've just kind of just fallen back and just, yeah. just allowed them to keep the money. For at example. least for many strong codes. Yeah. Exactly. And yeah. just uh, continuing on that, I guess. You know, how do we go, how, in your opinion, how do we go about changing the narratives? What can we do to improve some of what we've spoken about as to why we don't talk about money? Um, Jack's here. I think um, it, it, it starts off with understanding what money actually is. Mm. Um, if you stop seeing money as something that people just abuse or pe- something that we just use as a as a status symbol, um, then uh, then we can talk about it a bit more. Is about understanding the negative impact of not speaking about it, you know, and how it can impact your society, how it can impact your family, your friends, you know, when you just don't talk about money, it has a negative impact. And so that's, that's the, that's the, I think that's the starting point, just understanding the kind of, there's a phrase that I tend to use when it comes to decision making, it's the consequence of failure, you know, what's the consequence of failing to talk about money? And there's a huge confidence um, mm. consequence. Sorry, so yeah, that it just starts off with understanding that you know we need we need to talk about it. Otherwise, you know, for example, I said it earlier, money is a massive, massive cause of stress. Mm. It's the number two actually. Number one is um, the number one cause of like sicknesses is like things that are inherited. Mm. But the next one, stress. Mm. But, but the number one cause of stress is money, debt, mm. that kind of stuff. So if you know this, you can't turn a blind eye to it. Mm. So yeah, yeah. So I think. Yeah, starting point, uh, money is nebulous. It's Mm. not good or bad. Mm. 
just the person's hands it falls into mm. is what it is. So based on that, it would be ideal for us to know how to make good use of money to make money productive for the betterment of ourselves, our family and you know society. So I think understanding that money is neither good or bad is a starting point. And then understanding how to get that knowledge to make money productive is another starting point. And then the education in regards yeah. to, you know, from how to save, to spend, mm. to invest, and then, you know, slowly but surely that would be the building blocks to building wealth. Yeah. I have to totally agree with that actually. I have to absolutely agree with that. I think, you know, I, I use, I, I love to use myself as an example because it's, it's the best example I can use. And I remember when I was younger, my views of money or making money was I want to make money actually to impress people. Simple. Mm-hmm. Look, mm. that, that's the truth, right? I wanted to make money so I can buy the nicest clothes and when I step in the building, everyone knows Jackson's coming. Yeah. Mm. You know, or when I'm driving down the road, it's like, yeah, that's Jackson, that car. <laughs> you know mm. what I mean? So, and I, and this is the thing, I say things like music videos and when you look at that's all we're, we're fed. Yeah, yeah. Mm. So it wasn't even mm. my fault. It was just something that was just within me because I've been, you know, contaminated mm. by what mm. society has fed me. Yeah. Whereas now, uh, my mentality for for you know making money is different mm-hmm. i guess what when you when your mentality for making money is, is for the the previous thing i just mentioned it's unsustainable agree because after a while you realize i don't even need that yeah you yeah know? so you don't really want to work as hard yeah but when i realized for example the reason why one of the big reasons why i want to make money is for financial freedom yeah mm. freedom right and that is a bigger bigger inspiration yeah agreed what does that look like for you financial freedom financial freedom is essentially where my investment vehicles through stocks, shares, properties, different, you know, side business, all that kind of stuff, can make enough income to pay off my, to pay like my living expenses. Mm. So if I'm generating, let's say, three thousand pounds of passive income through, let's say, real estate or or dividend stocks, and I can pay off my, you know, my expenses, then mm. I'm financially free. I don't mm. actually have to go to work, right? But I don't believe in not working. Yeah. yeah. But it's that freedom that it brings. And, and that's 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 that is, that motivation right there. Peace is, of mind is fantastic. It is fantastic. <laughs> fantastic. And and that helps me, you know, it helps me really go aggressive. It helps me to save more, you know, when I know that, you know, what I'm actually working towards freedom. As human beings, that's what we want, really. Isn't Agreed. Like mm. captivity. Yeah. Mm. You know, we're not slaves. Mm. Let's be honest. If you're waking up every day to go to a job that you hate, mm. and you're giving away forty hours of your life, spending more time with people that you don't like, mm. you're a slave. Mm. Let's be honest. Mm. Um, and I, I, I don't want that. Mm. I don't want that. So, what if though you were doing that for a specific amount of time, but you had a purpose to get to the next step? Would what do you, you still like? You mentioned that how um, I'm just playing advocate here. Yeah, you meant you mentioned that how obviously going to work for a particular role you don't like yeah. or people you don't like. But what if that was the step you had to take to get to the next level? Yeah, would yeah, you still see it as something that's um, yeah, you can. You can. And another yeah. question. Yeah. So it's basically, would you go through adversity? Would you go agree? Yeah, that's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, 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 um, yeah. For a better cause. Yeah, you, yeah. of course you can. Oh, okay. Well, whatever okay. doesn't kill you makes you stronger. Agreed. One. Agreed. Um, but you know, and I remember what I said. It's not about. And that's even an extreme example because not everybody goes to work for people that don't like. Some people actually love their company. Yeah. Absolutely. Some people actually love their jobs. But it's more about the freedom of doing what you want to do. Yeah. You know what I mean? So if at you, the if time you want to do it, at yeah, the time yeah. that you want to do it, if you're oh, going okay. to work. And you're you, you're working for your company. You love your company. You're part of the company. Yeah. That that's that's fine. Yeah. But you, if you're going to work because you have to. Oh, okay. You know, if you're going to work because if you don't go to this job, whether you like it or not, your your, your children are are, are not going to be fed. Fair. Then you are in captivity. 
Fair. Is, is, is the tr- that's the truth. Yeah. Like we have to we have to be very honest with certain mm. things. Some people don't like to talk about money, um, but then they wake up every day to go work. If I say to you, well, would you go to work and work for free? Yeah. Well, if you if you are, then okay, you don't have to talk about money. <laughs> it's true. Fair enough. Yeah. But if you if you go to work and you're, you you wouldn't and num- the w- number one reason why we go to work is for money. Agreed. Then we should make money a very, very agreed um, prevalent agreed. topic, mm. uh, but not talk about it in the wrong light. Talk about it as something that is positive that can be used agreed. for yeah. good things and give you freedom and give back agreed. to society, to charity, to tithe, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. yeah. Something we can continue in due time, and yeah, you know, if any of our listeners, as ever, do you have anything you'd like to say on this particular topic, um, do just send them through via email or hit us up on our Instagram. Jazz, I'm not much of an Instagram person. You want to just say what our Instagram page is? Yeah, our Instagram page is Walk Finance Team. Yeah. Um, simple as yeah, Fantastic. Walk Finance Team. Awesome. Well, thank you very much to our guest Kay. Thank you um, for having me. Thank you. Pleasure. Most welcome. We look forward to having you again. Oh, I would love to <laughs> come on board. I would love to follow Jacks again. Okay, and all to our listeners, thank you very much, and we hope that you um, expand this conversation and t- um, well, hopefully, you can take on some of what we said to your, um, some of your peers and um, others as well. So uh, thank you very much all and join us very soon. And remember, always stay woke.